Welcome everyone to the Daddy Sharps podcast. This is episode number 53. My name is Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make the sharpest bets we can. And we're just a couple of dads who break down the games that your square hole buddies are too scared to break down, John. Oh, Luke, we waited all summer for it to get here, and now it's going fast. We have NFL best bets coming up, and we're already on week three of college football. So, my friend, let's dive right in. Let's see who we like here. (laughs) <laughs> Let's do it and for my first best bet in college this week, a Thursday night game. So get your bets in now. I'm looking at Navy at Memphis. Memphis favored by 14. The over-under in this one is 47. John, my best bet is the under 47. Buy it right now, I'm telling you. So Navy scored just three points against Notre Dame. We all saw that one. It played out in, over in Ireland across the pond. They They put up only 24 points against an FCS school, Wagner. Have you ever heard of them? No offense to Wagner, if you're listening. (laughs) I'm sure it's a fine institution. But, you know, so what do you think they're going to do in Memphis this weekend? Right? So in contrast, the Tigers scored 56 against their one non-major conference opponent of the season so far, and, and they've only allowed 160 yards per game. Memphis is is a fairly high-tempo team as well. Navy, on their other hand, we, we've seen them play. We've seen their games slow, methodical. They run the triple option. They run out the new continuous clock, or at least try to. Mm-hmm. Navy is going to struggle in this one to put up points on the board. I think Memphis would need to score more than 40 in this game, and I don't think they'll do that against a conference team. So one plus one equals my best bet under 47, John. Those are your boys right there. You were on the midshipmen quite a bit last year, and you came through. Went a lot with them, (laughs) and going to do it again this week. Well, Luke, college is all about the rivalries, and I've got one here as one of my best bets. New Mexico State at New Mexico. New Mexico currently minus one and a half, the over-under at 50 and a half. Sir, when you hear this, you're going to like it. The best bet over 50 and a half. And this is what we call the Rio Grande rivalry and the battle of I-25 right down the road from each other on Interstate 25, New Mexico State and New Mexico. Do I give a crap who cares? Heck no. I just want points in this one, folks. And here's what I like about it. The last (laughs) 10 years, (laughs) the rivalry has gone over 51 eight times. That's a trend I love to see. In fact, this game in the last five years has an average total of 58 and a half. This game has hit the over at a 70% clip over the last decade. Interesting. Yes. The thing to watch in this one, can New Mexico State actually win a road game? They are on an eight-game winless streak on the road. In those contests, the defense has failed them. And when you're betting an over, that's what you like to see. Hitting the oven in their last four road games against opponents. New Mexico hasn't exactly been a scoring juggernaut themselves over the year. But for some reason, when these two get together, they have fireworks and right now they're going to be facing a defense that's ranked 100th in total defense 109th in scoring defense that screams over to me luke i don't know about you what do you think yeah sounds like it sounds (laughs) like it let's not forget my friends we've seen a lot of this in the first two weeks this is a rivalry game for these two teams 
and they're not exactly powerhouses. This is the most important game on the schedule for both of these teams. And what I'm getting at here, they're not going to pull their starters. They're not going to be afraid to run up the score. These two teams are out for blood. I like the over 50 and a half. Nice. I think I like it too. Uh, uh, I, I, I am a little concerned though uh, about your harshness towards the, the rivalry. The Battle of I-25. You had me. You had me. And yes. then all of a sudden, I don't care. I, I don't care who wins. Just give me points. It's a good point. <laughs> it, it's a good point. It's a good point. And I, I think you're going to find this in, in this next game, too. Same sentiment right here. Because I, I'm going to start out by saying I love this in-state game. But, you know, whatever. I just, mm -hmm. I just really want to mm -hmm. win it. Oklahoma. Boomer sooner, baby. Boomer sooner. Ooh, we got a trend here with you. <laughs> travel. They're traveling just a couple hours down the road to play Tulsa at Tulsa. Mm. Uh, Oklahoma favored 27 and a half in this one. Get, don't, don't forget the hook there. That's the, yeah, then That's 27 points. Yeah. Uh, the over-under, though, is where I'm at. 59 and a half. How do these teams get to 59 and that hook? I love the over-under in this one. Tulsa covered against Washington UW last week. Without being able to move the ball on offense. How'd they do that? Well, UW made a lot of mistakes. Turnover. <laughs> didn't complete a lot of passes. But for the Sooners, man, did we all underestimate them or what? Their defense is dominating. Ugh. They Ugh. held Arkansas State in their first game to zero points. We all saw that. I I, I didn't. I bet the other way. I thought they would cover. And yes. Man, just dead wrong. But what's really impressive is they held SMU last week to just 11 points, and they forced two turnovers. SMU is not Arkansas State. That's impressive. Tulsa yep. won't really have a home and field advantage here either. That's the thing. Just two hours away. And Oklahoma fans, well, they travel. I, I You watch that game, and I guarantee you're going to see as many – um, I don't know what their color is officially. Red, crimson, red. whatever they yep. call it. Yeah. yeah it's reddish, <laughs> whatever they call it. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Tulsa put up against, you know, 10 up against UW. That's that's not a great defense, uh, UW. Uh, they're an offensive-minded team. Uh, they're not going to be able to score against the Sooners' defense. I guarantee that. Oklahoma, on the other hand, uh, they have a kind of a look-ahead situation here. So their next game the following week is against Cincinnati. Uh, that's, that's a, you know, that's a big-time club there. So They're on to uh, Cincinnati. They're on. Th thank you. Thank you. <laughs> they're on to Cincinnati. Yes. Maybe they take a lead and they coast. I think that's what's going to happen. That's going to help the under two. So to me, the best bet, 59 and a half, take the under. That's a lot of points in this one. That is my best bet, John. Funny, funny thing here. Your best bet right there, it, you just switched the college, the college names out, and my best bet has the exact same reasons. So we got Western Kentucky at Ohio State. Ohio State actually with the same spread here, minus 27 and a half. The over under 64 and a half. Sir, my best bet here is going to be the under 64 and a half for a lot of the same reasons that you like Oklahoma. Western Kentucky, the old hilltoppers, Luke. One of my favorite teams to bet on, but not this time. This team has one of the best quarterbacks in Conference USA and a high-scoring offense, usually. On the other side, we have an obvious mismatch here, just looking at the spread. Ohio State ranked number six in the country right now, and they're playing in the horseshoe. Tough draw, to say the least, for Western Kentucky. So Impossible. far this season, Ohio State hasn't been tested. 
winning both of their games in blowout fashion and holding opponents to a combined 10 points in two games. The under for Ohio State, 2-0 and so far this young season for the Buckeyes. Western Kentucky University, these guys haven't been tested yet either, scoring a combined 93 points on their first two opponents. But I think we can both agree the OSU defense is a little better than the teams that Western Kentucky has faced. Western Kentucky, 1-1 one one so far on the over-under. Here's where it gets tricky, my friend. Draft experts. NFL draft experts are predicting Ohio State could have six players selected in the first round of next year's NFL draft. Half of those boys are on the defense, my man. Don't get me wrong here, Luke. I love my Western Kentucky overs, and you're going to see them later in the year when they get into Conference USA play. But against this defense, no way. I have full confidence OSU will be sitting players in the fourth quarter, and the defense is going to hold Western Kentucky under 17, my man. Best bet under 64 and a half. That's a tasty hilltoppers. It's a, a tasty big under right there. That is beyond tasty, my man. I'm loving that, but it's time for us to turn our attention to our best bets Ooh. in the NFL, and I'm going to kick things off specialty let me start by saying however john Ooh. and you know i love the teasers yes, there you are do. a lot of teaser potential oh, this week this is in the jam. nfl <laughs> shoot through the seven and the three john the seven and the three you got great opportunity this week with these numbers and so what's my first nfl best bet of this week mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a teaser it's going to be a teaser. You tease. <laughs> you were that girl at the prom. I bought this so early. I couldn't. I was chomping uh, to, to buy this one. And I I, I I, don't know how many time I, times I bugged you. Buy it. Buy it now. Yep, buy it now. Yep. I just don't. This is like taking candy from a baby, man. Uh, yes. I'm teasing the Eagles and the 49ers. I bought it early. Like I said, Eagles down to minus one, 49ers down to minus two. How can you lose? So here are the games. We got the Vikings at the Eagles. The Eagles, this Thursday night game, uh, are favored by seven. Mm-hmm. The over-under is 49. I really like the uh, under, by the way. I mean, Thursday may night, baby. bet that. I bet that, actually. Uh, <laughs> and then the other game is the 49ers. Minus eight. It started at minus seven to eight. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to nine, maybe a 10, most likely a nine by uh, by Sunday. The over-under is 44 and a half, and they're playing at the Rams. So here's the deal. Shanahan has beaten Sean McVay five times in a row. He owns oh, McVay. Yes. And after last week, it's clear the 49ers, I I, I think it, it's a it's a case to be good. made. Best team in the NFL right now. Yep. Even Purdy. Unreal. Some of the mm-hmm. passes he made. The Rams look pretty decent against my Seahawks last week, I hate to say, but but the Hawks, they, they, lost, they lost two O-linemen in the game. They're a young team. Uh, more than 50%, half the players on that team are in their first or second year. So they're still kind of building back. The Rams don't have Cooper Cup. I don't have him on my fantasy team. I'm not liking that. <laughs> they're going to need him against teams like the 49ers. But instead of eight, I like getting San Francisco at minus two. And then for the Eagles, man, look, they're, they're at home against Minnesota. They're a mm. good team, and they ramp up quickly. The Vikings have all sorts of issues. Last year, we were trying to preach to everyone that not a good team this year i think we saw it last week that rams defensive line will wreak havoc on kirk cousins how can you not like the eagles at home minus one i how do you not like that 
I best like bet. it. Teaser with the E A G L E S Eagles. Why Eagles fly? Caca! And the 49ers. <laughs> Caca. I like that. Nice touch. I'm not, I'm not sure. We, we do. We, do you have Eagles there in Colorado? Of course you do. We have Eagles. Not like, not like, uh, we got bald Eagles here too, but not like yeah. what you see in Seattle. They're all over the place in Seattle. Does that, the noise they make in, in Colorado is Caca? Uh, I'm going to move on. Okay. Moving <laughs> speaking, on. speaking of Seattle, Luke. How dare you? My best bet here. My best bet. Don't don't lie to the peeps. I think you're with me on this one. (laughs) All right. I I, I bought this as well. Yes. Seattle at Detroit, minus five and a half. The over-under currently sitting at 47 and a half. My best bet here, Detroit, minus five and a half. Luke, we talked about this game before the podcast. We both like this game for the same reason. You kind of outlined it earlier. Seahawks have got some injuries here. Seahawks could go into this game missing two offensive tackles, and they just signed a tackle to the practice squad. So it does not look very good right now that both of them are going to be back. At least one of them is going to be missing this game. On the other side of the ball, Seattle's missing two pieces in their secondary. Those guys might not play. Uh, Coach Carroll today said maybe the young rookie cornerback might play, but could be a a smoke screen by Carroll. After seeing the pressure that Detroit's Hutchinson brought and the gain caused for Mahomes, this does not bode well for Seattle. It's going to be a huge factor in this game. And yes, this is a new year, but these trends are so strong, Luke, I'm going to have to bring them up here. Seattle, in the last 10 games, 1-9 and nine against the spread, while the Lions are 9-1. and one. Another factor that can't be measured in analytics or on paper, motivation. Both Jared Goff and Dan Campbell this week have said that this game is personal to them. The Seahawks have beaten the Lions two years in a row. The game last year at Ford Field ended in a 48-45 win. That was in early October, way before the playoff picture was even made. Well, it turns out these two teams were tied going into the playoffs into that final week. And Detroit didn't make it because the Hawks had the head-to-head win, the tiebreaker. If the players are talking about it, you know the fans remember it. This stadium is going to be rocking, and with possibly two new starters on that O-line, I like my chances here with Detroit minus five and a half. Not a great number. Anything under six, I like it, though. First of all, let me start out by saying, how dare you? How dare you with the (laughs) accusation that I may or may not have put a single unit bet on Detroit minus five and a half with the hook at home against the Seahawks. (laughs) I cannot confirm or deny that happened. Now I can certainly confirm it. You're absolutely right. And, and they didn't just sign any player. They, they signed potential hall of famer, the Godfather, Jason, uh, Jason Peters. He's a big boy, uh, I heard. He's a he's a big guy, but and and uh, yeah, we were talking in the car actually today. I was driving, and, and uh, I you know, I read articles that he was ready to play. He's ready to be signed. But then you, who was it that, that tweeted out uh, the the information about maybe how he looks coming into uh, Seahawks yeah. facilities? I can't remember who it was, but it was a uh, dude came in weighing four hundred pounds is the word Oof. on the street, Oof. and. Also not a good sign. They signed him to the practice squad, meaning this dude's not ready to play yet. <laughs> not ready to play yet. Maybe they lured him out. I don't know. That's, Maybe That's probably not a favor. good 400 pounds. No, you know what I mean? None of that. None of that. A, but... he, he doesn't look like Brock Lesnar. 
at 400 pounds all all of it together paints a picture and tells a story it's just they they, they, here we are again with the Seahawks with woes on the offensive line so all right Mm. here we go I'm with you on that unfortunately see they'll come around they'll come around they'll win the west let's go (laughs) that's plus money we're shifting (laughs) I love this game I love this game uh through and through I love the Ravens uh, and I've got the Ravens at the Bengals. The Bengals at home are catching three points. They're the favorites. I shouldn't say catching. They are. They they have three points. Um, the over/under room this one is 46 and a half. My best bet in this one is the under 46 and a half. And here's why: for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson had three turnovers last week. Their their receivers didn't look great. Zay Flowers looked good, but the others did not. Uh, Odell little injury uh after the game jackson said he he was rusty he admitted yeah i'm rusty you know he missed the end of last season didn't play the preseason but despite all that they still beat the texans and covered the minus 10 the ravens defense is solid and they will show up against the bagels bangles just like they did last season for the bangles i think burrow is playing injured I've heard a lot of talk about that today. You go back and watch the game. Not a lot of movement. Uh, His calf muscle is not right. It is hurting. Now they're in a division rivalry game that they need to win. Look, think about the implications here. So the division, they're all, they're all playing each other this week. And we've got two teams uh, in the Steelers and, and the, and the Bengals, the Bengals, who's like, who could still be a Super Bowl contender favorite, perhaps. Uh, Owen two. Oh, and two, and then and then one or two games behind potentially other division rivals. Not in good. Two, it's not good. Not good. You got it. You get. They got to win this one, but I just don't see it. I don't see either quarterback re, uh, rebounding after week one and showing us a complete about face in one week's time. I just don't see it. That best bet stands, and I love the under forty six and a half here. Tasty, tasty. It is tasty, isn't it? Yes. All right. We got one. We got one that me and you may disagree on a little bit here. (laughs) I got Chicago at Tampa Bay minus three for Tampa Bay, the favorite 41 and a half, the over under my best bet here, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, my man sound the alarm. I'm going to do it. Luke. I am betting on Baker Mayfield, but before you overreact here, I am not overreacting myself to what happened last week. Let me tell you, this bet is not about the Buccaneers. I don't like Justin Fields. That is it, plain and simple. We had the godfather DVOA on Aaron Schatz on the podcast last week. And remember what he said, Luke. Statistically, Fields has similar ratings last season to Zach Wilson. That's not good at all. Would you nope. bet on Zach Wilson? Nope, not good. No, nope. I'm not going to bet on Fields either. I don't trust Fields in this game. Last year, he made some questionable decisions, led to costly turnovers. This year, they get him a new weapon in DJ Moore. Guess how many targets DJ Moore had in week one? Two. Not a lot. He had two, two targets. He caught them both for an astounding 25 yards. After game two of the preseason, Fields didn't have a pass past the line of scrimmage. That tells me the coach just didn't trust him yet. In the game against Green Bay, week one of the season, you fast forward, the offense was catered to Fields throwing short. Wide receivers combined for nine targets and 77 yards. The running backs had more targets than the wide receivers. 15 targets for the running backs. They're not letting Justin Fields cut it loose. I 
Don't like that. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay minus three at home in their home opener. I don't not like that bet. I, I just think that, and I, and I agree with you on Fields, I and I just think there's an argument to be made about Fields running the ball, which I will get to in our featured bets. Quick Ooh. reminder, we do have a ton more bets on college and the NFL. We like to call them our Daddy Sharps featured bets. We share all of them exclusively on our website. Just go to daddysharps.com. The bets are free, so check those out. You may ask yourself, Luke, how do we do on those featured bets? Well, in week one of NFL, they had a 9% return. That ain't bad. <laughs> Pretty good. So, yeah. So let's recap our college and NFL best bets. I got the Rio Grande rivalry, New Mexico State at New Mexico. New Mexico minus one and a half, the over under 50 and a half. My best bet here, take the over 50 and a half. We don't care who wins, just score some points, boys. Western Kentucky at Ohio State. Ohio State currently sitting minus 27 and a half, over under 64 and a half. Easy best bet here, the under 64 and a half. Just take the easy money. I like both of those, and I'm going to tell you on both of those. Oklahoma Tulsa is my first best bet in college. My best bet is the under 59 and a half. Tulsa won't score or score very little, and Oklahoma they ain't going to put up more than 50 in this one. Navy at Memphis is what I'm looking at next. Navy is going to run the clock if they can. They're not going to score anything in this game. Memphis will dominate my best bet. Take that under two, under 47. On to the pros. We got Seattle at Detroit. Detroit minus five and a half, and that's my best bet, boys. Detroit minus five and a half. Chicago at Tampa Bay minus three. The over under 41 and a half. Give me Baker Mayfield at home in this one. Tampa Bay minus three. All right, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm going to tease down the Eagles down to minus one, the 49ers down to minus two, and a teaser bet. I love that as my best bet. And next, Ravens at the Bengals. What a game this could turn out to be. I like the under in this one, 46 and a half. Hey, that's going to do it for the Daddy Sharps podcast this week. But remember, always gamble responsibly, folks, and within your means. And the bets we share are based on our own research. We don't always win. And be sure to check us out on social media. Look for the Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. We're going to be back next week with all our best bets and much more, my man. But, John, first, who's your daddy? We are. Stay sharp, everybody.